Agony Podcast. We take old problems, give some new advice that literally no one asked for. Enjoy! Enjoy! Lovely stuff. Hello. Hi. Oh my God, that was very different tones. So I'm just trying to start the timer. There we go. So we stick to time. Hey, Roops. Hey. No, again, that's, oh. I, you're not even, I don't wear the headphones and that was still quite loud. Okay. I, right, can we just clarify for the listeners? I edit this podcast. I'm the one who does the like audio editing. Ruby does all the content. I do the actual podcast. And... You are so inconsiderate. You make my life so much harder. And it's always, I'll tell you listeners, because I'm aware I'm not, like, I, I talk a lot and I do get loud. But what happens on my audio level is that you'll just see, like, I'll gradually get quite animated about something. And you'll just see the sort of, if you know what um, noise levels look like. The, the lines just get gradually kind of build and build and build and build bigger. With Ruby, it's like, <laughs> yeah. All these spikes and spot like shoots up. You're consistent loud. I'm I'm I'm, I'm like a, I'm like a gradual incline up to very loud levels and you're just like these fucking it's like you can just see it. I don't even have to I can actually mute the podcast <laughs> and audio edit it because I can just see the sound. I just follow Ruby's mic. And honestly, it does make me feel good though because often it's that laugh. You like laugh with a real like punch and I have to go in and edit every laugh she does and I'm like, fuck, I'm very funny. I'm making this girl crack up. <laughs> but I enjoy also when people like talk to us, but like whenever we do anything together, yeah. people are like, oh, that's quite loud. And, <laughs> and they're always, generally it's like, oh, Catherine, you're quite loud. I never get I'm quite I, loud. Which is, I, never. I cannot, listen, here's what I think our dynamic is, <laughs> right? I'll be honest because I've listened to some of the podcasts and also, Thank you to everyone who has listened yeah, and sent nice you. messages. It's so nice to get a nice <laughs> message about the podcast. Like, honestly, it makes my day. So thank it's you all so, so much. It's so nice. I would so love nice messages I on just, the podcast. You know, maybe not, put them in a review. Maybe, like, <laughs> if you tell me what my best parts were and then what Ruby's best parts were. But, yeah, but I, put it on a public forum. Forum, like, um, on, on the, <laughs> the actual platform via which you listen to the podcast. We love you. Um, you know, share us on Instagram. We've got some nice reels on there. Okay, That's we should Ruby's be doing work. the plug at the end. Yeah, anyways, we need to make mind. you love it. Um, I, but I genuinely meant it. Some people have, like, sent me DMs and it's been very nice um, but uh, and I, I had a friend say it and I was like what did you think honestly like format or whatever and she was like yeah great and I was like come on honest feedback any like feedback and she was like you talk over Ruby like you talk too much <laughs> you cut Ruby off sometimes you talk over which hands up absolutely I edit it as I say I'm aware of but, but wait let me finish the thought because <laughs> otherwise I won't no th th okay this is the problem if you if you right now I was in the middle of clarifying something and if you don't, all I'll, I won't be able to listen to you. All I'll think about is trying to finish yeah. the sentence I needed to finish. Yeah. And this is what my family don't understand when I'm like, just hold on. They're like, wait. And I'm like, if you don't let me get it out, my brain will just be yelling it at me for the next two seconds. Yeah, yeah. Or it could seem like that I was about to say something because you got to a natural breath and then you interrupted me. Yeah, but I, I was giving you, okay, again, the pug, the listeners can't see this, but I was communicating with my eyes and I put my finger up as if to say, hold on one second, I need to finish this. And yeah. now what I want to say is that I talk too much, but Ruby 
is too loud, is the loud one. Mm. I will ap- happily take that I, I take up too much space. But you, the volume, I'm, I, from now on out, here on in, <laughs> I, will, I, I will not allow me to be criticised within this dynamic, yeah, within yeah. every other dynamic, Fair yes. Enough. But within this one, I feel like you do more to eardrums than I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that is fair. Sorry, uh, also, everything you, got... you wanted to say and I'm not going to talk for a good four minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no pressure. Make it good. <laughs> Fuck. I'm fucking sweating. Um, no, I was going to say, well, number one, I feel like this is my dynamic with lots of people because everyone, like, I've had this in, like, no, like, okay, um, it, with lots of friends and things, people interrupt me. And then other people see it as rude, being like, that person interrupts. It's like, no, 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 no. I, I just, I gave up with my sentence. And I also, the other thing I said, like, Catherine, you've got brilliant stories. I'm, no, a, no. I 100%. No, come on now, we can't be doing this. No, but I egg you on. Be, I'm when really we're... trying, I'm really trying right now. <laughs> well, I'm in like a little group saying, and 100% like, yes. Ja- I, I egg you on, be like, no, no, you've missed out this part of the story. No, no, you've got to add that bit. Wait, Catherine, what about this person? I, I 100% egg you on, because I like your stories and I like you remember my stories a lot better than I do yeah I forget like I, it is good when I see I was, when I was home at Christmas I ran into a mate or like saw an old friend hadn't seen in a while and she was talking and she was like oh my god you must she like in stand up she referred to a story that, and she was like oh my god I bet you tell that story on stage so I was like no I'd forgotten about that story but that's a great fucking bit of new material <laughs> I forget and it is people are like how'd you come up with jokes I'm like I just live my life and then just shit happens. <laughs> that makes me sound like I'm like, I'm such an interesting person. I'm not. I'm like clumsy and awkward and I but don't I, think before I speak, which leads to just... Which makes for excellent stories. Yeah, and listen. shenanigans happen. It would, I feel like my life is the type of life that like, if I didn't choose to like share the stories publicly and air the awkwardness, it would be really tragic. But because I've monetized it, it's like <laughs> quirky. <laughs> I think like I do like from you living with me you must know this and I, I feel bad for every single one of my housemates because they always get a, like whenever I'm like I want to tell someone something they get a little text message that says knock knock <laughs> and they know that means that I'm arriving and I'm about to tell them three things that I've been thinking about for the last hour <laughs> so because I come in with like random things I, I invade people's lives being like I just had a thought and I want to tell you everything about it I like let people interrupt me because I come in with random nonsense if they've got something on point amazing add to my conversation yes I would say oh yeah I would agree that like you're someone who will just like randomly come into my room and be like so or like yesterday absolutely no offence but you sent me the most pointless voice note in the world oh, yeah. but I was at work and I assumed it might be something got to do with the record here and I listened and you were like so what I've done with my morning is and you just were telling me what you'd done that yeah. morning which is genuinely an absolutely fine voice note to send me but at work I had started playing it actually everyone heard you go <laughs> really loudly because I thought my earphones were connected in the office and they weren't <laughs> um, but it was just a minute and a half of you I was like waiting for you to like say because oh. you were like well with the podcast I'm assuming we're doing this I was like yeah yeah we know all that I was waiting for you to get to the bit to be like we need to do that or we need to do this and then it ended and I was like right no there was nothing in that grant <laughs> whereas I do think when I ramble it will be something like it used to I feel like yeah you would come into my bedroom when we lived together, I'd be like, knock, knock, and have just like things that you wanted to share. Whereas I, I very rarely do that to you, if ever. But if we run into each other in the kitchen and you go, how's your day? I will just all of a sudden start rambling on about my day. So I feel like a natural conversation with me goes rambly, whereas you will just have like spurts yeah. of it in general. Um, yeah. And also like, 
there are people who I send voice notes to and I share them around as dependent on who gets them which is just oh I haven't spoken to anyone in like two hours and I need to say something out loud so I send something to like <laughs> Ruby's needy is what people. we're saying but I just have to get something out I don't even need people to reply I just yes. need to like talk out loud yeah. anyways Rubes how's your week been? <laughs> Okay. Um, Actually, can we talk about this morning? Oh, fuck no, off. No, You went to pick up your fucking cup. Right, listeners. I'm not interrupting her. She's taking a drink from a McCaff cup. So, Ruby texted this morning. She was like, I will be arriving specific, like straight on at 11 a.m. And I was like, okay, I might be running a little late. Um, And uh, I, I, I then said to her, and I was like, oh, and then I was like, are you planning on going to Macca's, like McDonald's? And she was like, wait, I almost want to pull up my phone because you said, do you, oh yeah, you responded to go, do you need me to pick you up something? Which is, again, when you know Ruby, is Ruby's talk for like, oh, you need my help? Like, can I help? But I was like, "Uh, that means Ruby isn't going, but she's offering to go for me. And I was like, no, no, no. I was just going to say, if you're going, grab something. But if not, I'll pick something up at the station. I just need to eat. And so then she was like, I'm coming in a different way. She was coming in on a different tube line whereby she wasn't going to be near or passing the McDonald's that's near us. And so I was like, no, don't worry about it. I'm grabbing a banana and a flapjack, you know, bar thing. Don't stress. I come here to the podcast and Ruby's holding. Firstly, she's what, five, ten minutes late? Uh, five minutes late after you said you were going to be five minutes late. Yeah, but then I was bang on time. Bang on time. Right, it's always good to tell people because I was like, I was uh, when I say I was literally at eleven, and you know with tubes and stuff, it's very easy for like, oh, you actually ended up waiting three, four minutes for a tube, so you're a little bit late. You know the way there's like yeah. a give. So I knew I was like, if I I was only going to arrive at eleven and possibly a little later if the tubes were a little bit funny. So I said I'll be five minutes late just to cushion myself. But I arrived bang on eleven, and I'm like, hold on, this bitch said she'd be here bang on time. <laughs> Waiting around, waiting around for I said, oh, I'm going to go down and start getting set up. And she fucking saunters in here. I'm going to say seven minutes late. With a McCafe cup. No. Not she so. had been in McDonald's. Liar. Right. Let's go back a little bit. Uh, Fine. I said, would you like me to pick up anything? And you said, no. That should be the end of the conversation. That isn't what I said. <laughs> Pull up the fucking receipts. I said, no, it, it not if you're not going. Is what I said. Is that not, Ruby? Is that not directly what I said? Oh, yeah, let's ask the person who's good at reading full no, sentences. No, fuck out. <laughs> I said, not if you're not going. It's grand. You were going. You went. So you should. Then, I didn't then think it changes I was the go. whole ball game. I was originally going to arrive at Bang on 11. So I was like, okay, I'm not going into McDonald's because that would make me proper late. And so I'm going to. I'm going to come straight in. Then, as I left uh, the tube station, I realised I was 10 minutes early, so therefore I'll be waiting 15 minutes for you. And I was like, mm, that's quite long. I'll tell you what, I'll just go into the McDonald's and just get myself a coffee. Because uh, I was like, well, Gavin's going to be five minutes late. Not even a just... She and knows I love a hash brown. A, she didn't just think... It's a different McDonald's from the one that we normally go into. Yeah. So I, oh, what? And they don't do hash browns ass- and sausage egg muffins there? My assumption was <gasps> that you were implying like, oh, are you going to go into the McDonald's as well? Because the other time we both got McDonald's, we both arrived at the same place. We ended up having the McDonald's on the track there. So I was like, oh, maybe she's thinking that we're going to meet up beforehand and eat and then go into the podcast. Um, that's my assumption. So I was like, well, I'm not going into that one. So then I'm just going to go in, get a coffee, come out and meet her there so we can get started. This on is time. a lot of bullshit you- to say. Say that you me. went to McDonald's and I said 
No, not if you're not going. You said, do you want me to pick you up something? I said, no, not if you're not going. Okay, this is also, you make me seem like I'm someone who don't, who doesn't, who's not generous. She's very generous. And give things. Catherine, but that's what, why have I, I what have rarely... I given you today? Okay, yeah, my Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me feel bad. And what else? A pair of shoes. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't get you a hash brown. I'm not going to lie. I'll trade the dog mountains for a hash brown. <laughs> Do you know how much I love potatoes? I love hash browns. Like a cursory hash brown just would. It was more that I was like, I stupidly put it in my head. I was like, and it wasn't even like, I was like, oh, I'll just grab. I had a banana from home. Mm. So it wasn't like I desperately needed food. But when you were like, I'll be there. I was like, I wonder is she going? And then it just, the spread, those little golden arches floated across my eyes. <laughs> And I just thought, God, how glorious. Although it is January, we're supposed to be being healthy. Although my healthy, not, healthy is, I would like to clarify, just whatever healthy is to you. Mm. uh, It's not correlated to any other, anything physical, appearance-wise or anything else. But yeah, anyways, whatever healthy is to you. Mm. But my thing is, I get quite bad eczema. And my eczema, I know, is, uh, like, basically, if I cut out dairy, my eczema gets better. So my healthy thing, actually, would allow a hash brown. Because there's no dairy in a hash brown. Yeah. So my healthy January actually is is hash brown inclusive. <laughs> it's rare when you get a health plan that includes hash browns. But oh, mine does. Just my, excludes yogurts. <laughs> my healthy uh, for January is I'm trying to cut out all the snacking that I'm doing. But this is the reason why it's because when I snack, when I'm when I'm snacking, my snacking is I'll eat two packets of bourbon biscuits and then not have dinner because I can't be asked to go right. cook because I'm so bad at cooking. You're not. You're no, no. Not. The act of getting, getting up and stuff. Also, I've started coaching someone in work. Really? Teaching them how to cook, sort of. And bless him, he did little Rai Rai. Um, <laughs> he'll hate that. He won't fucking listen though, so screw him. But yeah, I was like, he made chorizo and chicken pasta. I know. I was proud of him. um, Chef and a very good teacher of cooking, but it's just the fact that I will. It will get to like eight pm and I haven't eaten, and then the thought of going and cooking, I'm like, oh, I don't want to go cook, so I'll eat a load of biscuits, and that's not great. I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. But um, no, it's been a good week because, like, uh, um, so I got my radio alarm clock from your suggestion. Um, which I bought one off of me eBay. Look at you taking my advice. I've got a, I've got a brand. Anyway, so I got it off of me eBay, and it also charges my phone. It's a wireless charger, so I can I can put the radio alarm clock on the other side of the room, leave my phone on top of it, go to bed, wake up in the morning to some nice tunes. Yeah. Um, and it, and then also means that I have my alarm going for like the hour. Yeah, like yeah, I leave yeah, yeah, it on, yeah. but then I won't fall back asleep. But I've yeah. got something to listen to because otherwise I don't like hearing that. Ah, 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 yeah. ah, ah, ah. Um, so I switch it off and then I fall back asleep. Whereas this, I'm like amazing. And then yeah, so for the last, that means I've had my my peak hours. I've been up, and so I have been doing stuff. And I've oh, I've got some, I've got emails done. I got like production things done. Nice. I got um. I told you I started. Oh, uh, hey, if you're a big fan, this will come out the day before my vault show. Oh my gosh, yes. Go see Ro- uh, Ruby's vault show. Cause, uh, so I've been, um, oh my God, I've got some. I've, it's I've, such a good show. Um, I know the content. I know, I know things that you don't know. It's so good. But it's I, so good. It's my first PowerPoint presentation show. Yeah. Whatever. But it also means I've realized that I love like editing things on Photoshop and making stupid like images and overlaying yeah. things. And I'm like, oh my God, I can do that. And so I really want to show you some later. But I... <laughs> it's been making me giggle. Okay, so... <laughs> great. So yeah, but it's, oh, 
Just giggling and high-fiving yourself there, are you? A hundred percent. So Ruby's had a great week. It's been great. So that's been really nice. And so the radio alarm clock has really helped with that. Thank that's you. That's lovely. Thank you. Um, and what about yourself? Anything you want to tell me, Catherine? I, do, I tell you. No. Although, I would. this is a sideswipe. But I just think I would like um, to... Not a sideswipe, but a sidestep. Um, uh, I would like to, for us to start a petition whereby men... Have to. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I'm back on those guys. Okay? They, they knew, they, as long as I walk this earth, they will know no peace. But, right? Unfortunately, thus far, it seems to be that I am at least sexually, actually, sort of exclusively sexually, because emotionally and mentally, it's really not happening, mm. but sexually attracted to men. And therefore, I require men, I think men specifically, well, not specifically, but. Uh, you know the way like any progress any change you know you gotta take it in stages guys right if you're trying to start a revolution you know you gotta build the bricks bit, bit, bit by bit so I do think it, it it should be all men but I think we should start with men over the age of 30 should wear a sign on their fucking forehead that says whether they are single or in oh, a yeah. relationship <laughs> wear it on their fucking faces because it's so hard to tell. And this time, actually, it isn't that there is a man who has, like, been acting like a girl, like, single, and he doesn't have a girlfriend. I just don't know, and I can't find out. He's, like, not on any social media. I can't determine it. No, no, it's not even, like, there's, like, some major thing. But I just, like, whatever. Like, there's just this guy, and I'm, like, I don't know whether to try... I mean, he's just, like, tall and relatively good-looking. But I'm, like... and. Um, I'm just like I don't know whether to try and flirt and pursue because I don't know your relationship status and yeah. I don't want to be and he's like a friend of a friend and stuff and so I'm like I don't want to be like my mates were like text him and say like because he was like I did him a favour basically and he was like oh I owe you a drink or three and like text me and then my mates were like turn yeah. around and be like oh so when are you buying when are you taking me out for this drink then and I was like yeah. I, I listen I'm not against being forward I'm You've seen me send text messages to men. I'll be forward. Mm -hmm. But... (laughs) Listen. Um, But I don't want to do that if it's inappropriate to do so. But it's just impossible to determine. Yeah. No, well, yes, we've all... (laughs) Right? Men listening. There's none of them fucking listening. (laughs) I reckon there might be a gay or two caught stray in this audience. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, it's that thing of like... Uh, yeah well okay I don't know how to like basically I think you should I agree with your friends you should just be forward because if it was around the other way and if someone was like a bit forward and you could just go oh sorry um, I don't want to like get signals I know but men don't deal with things well and then they just be mad to be honest I probably will just send that text message but I just mean in general like I really do get where the wedding ring came from because right back in the day right we're doing old old times like this advice I feel like people would court uh, what weeks maybe a few months and then engaged, married, boom. So like, they, you know, it's not like the, the, the wedding ring was on there quite quickly. And so, yeah. and I think from what I gather, like when someone was courting, it was like engaged is when it's like, it's official, right? Yeah. They didn't have boyfriend or girlfriend in those days. They just went from like situationship <laughs> to engagement. <laughs> I believe that's how it went down. Yeah. I've read these columns. And so I'm like, 
that then they were like, right, brand the fucker, right? Like slap something on him. And I'm just like, where is that for us modern day women? Because it's just so difficult. Yeah. I'm, oh, oh, I'm gonna tell it. Uh, I well, no, I was. Uh, I remember I was chatting to some people recently. I'm keeping this so vague. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna like try and decide for each one of these. Gather yeah. up all the voice notes Ruby sent me and figure it out. I was chatting to some people recently, and uh, oh, how do I phrase this? <laughs> Basically, I I went on a little rant about how um, men uh, will sometimes hide their. Oh yes. Uh, relationship status really act single and I was like and I was like it's just like you know it's annoying because they're leading people on yeah and like uh and it could be like an emotional lead on anything yeah uh and then that person who I was talking to the next day did an Instagram post oh we're gonna have to cut this out <laughs> no did an Instagram post with their relationship to be like oh I'm that person she was talking about oh no saying that they were single <laughs> Oh God Almighty Christ! And like it's probably unconnected. I did it, Ruby. <laughs> they were like sending out a flare to you. <laughs> I bet they. I bet they put it was on a close friends list. Uh, no. No. It was a, it so it wasn't was, specifically for you. No, it was a main page. Main page. Also, I'm single. So really, just throwing it out there. But also, we, again, I do appreciate we're that. We have to cut it out because they follow this page. Oh, do they? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're leaving it in. I edit the podcast. They might follow the page, but do they listen to the pod? Here's the thing: we keep the juicy, juicy bits in the pod. You have to listen. You have to follow. You have to subscribe <laughs> to get the spice. <laughs> I don't. I don't know who this is now, um, but hilarious. But yeah, they just, if there are any men listening, I just, as women, I just, I we have before, I have no shame in saying this, before the Edinburgh Fringe last year, I like went into a WhatsApp group and I was like, right lads, who are the single men that we know going to the Fringe? Like, obviously, because you know, everyone's, everyone always says that the Edinburgh Fringe is a big fuck fest. And it's really more of a shit show, to be honest with you. Mm. But and I was like, come on, we're single. I put it into a group of like all single women who were going to the fringe. And I was like, let's try and start a list. I think we got three names on there. <laughs> and the rest, there was like a lot of men with question marks by them because this is how undetermined it is. And it's just so hard. So it's like, it's not even like, I feel like now whenever I meet a human being, I'm trying to ascertain their relationship status, especially over 30. You're just like, you could have a mortgage <laughs> and be engaged or you could be on hinge. Like, that's quite a difference. But I'm none the wiser. I think it's also the, the, oh God, it's the, the, the men who we mostly see are performers. Yeah. And there is a thing within performers Fucking that you... Egos. <laughs> you, to have a better Instagram following or better this, you need to be uh, not alienating any of your audience. Well, it's that like, they're like, get female fans, because female fans are known to be the absolute best fans. Yeah. And uh, as a marketing person, it's known. Women are absolutely your best customers because they're repeat customers. They tell people the show word of mouth way better than men are. And they also like book in advance for like tickets and things. Women will organise in a group and book to go somewhere and stuff. Actually, do you want to know the best people are? And if there's any listening, you are superior beings. And all I want my fan base to be is lesbians. I just, <laughs> the lesbians are fucking great. They sit in the front row 
eight of them buy tickets and they sit there and they know how to fucking behave. They interact <laughs> when you want them to. They're not they're not looking for they're not trying to show off. They're not trying to peacock because they're just so respectful. Also, I've been approached by lesbians or queer women after shows several times uh, to be like hit on and I cannot explain one how different it is when a woman basically wants to be like hey I'm sort of interested in you it is so much more gentle and nice and just lovely and also just how complimentary it is to me as a human being I cannot explain and also I'm aware I give out apparently I give out strong by energy I think it's how much I despise men (laughs) but my question is if you if you are if you're saying how lovely it is and how complimentary it is when um, a woman comes up to you after a gig yeah. and asks you out and like gives you compliments and that why can't you do that to that man why can't you ask out that man because you know how nice it is I can't compliment a man Ruby <laughs> that is just not in my fiber I yeah. have one brick at a time <laughs> one brick at a time is around. yeah I get yeah, like it's but also yeah I don't I just it is I really do feel like I come more and more up against the fact that I'm like I don't really like men I, do, I just like this guy is a nice guy he is actually quite nice I, but they really are like cats to me I swear to God men are like cats I like like women are dogs like gen, you can get some bad ones you get some aggressive ones some like Bitches, right? You can get some dogs that are bitches, but generally fucking love them, right? Lovely. They they look after one another. They're very generous, very mm. caring. They th- selfless. Men are like cats, right? We're like, don't get me wrong. I've met some good ones, mm. right? I had a cat growing up, Lisa. Um, Doris. Doris was your cat. Yeah. Did everyone always think your cat's name was weird because it was like a human's name? No. But everyone thought Lisa was a weird name for a cat. But it was obviously off The Simpsons. That was why I named my cat Lisa. But anyways, men are like cats. Case by case basis, I know some absolutely great ones, some lovely ones. But the strays on the street can fuck off, right? (laughs) Generally, absolute pricks. And as a whole, they have a bad reputation that is well earned that I don't like. Okay. Anyways, should we do some advice? It's just hard out here in these streets. These yeah. men aren't being forthright. Yes. You know? Yes. Uh, oh. Anyways. So Catherine's doing, uh, found am. some problems this week. Uh, and so I'm very excited <laughs> to hear them. Okay. Wow. Good. I'm excited by this one. Okay. <laughs> okay. First one. I've been excited by this one. Um, okay. So this is from, what is it from? The New Spectre, Ooh. 1784. Ooh, yeah. 1784. 1784. Okay, man, that's ages ago. Yeah, I know, like literally so long ago. Okay. okay. And it says like, sir, because the person, this um, agony I call him was actually a man. Oh. Right? I think women weren't allowed leave their homes at this stage so you know they couldn't put pen to paper God forbid we teach them the alphabet is he writing on behalf of the women no (laughs) okay so it goes sir okay my wife has gone mad (gasps) exclamation point what did you do (laughs) exactly this is like when a guy says I have a crazy ex and I'm like what did you do to make her crazy yeah anyways sorry (laughs) my wife has gone mad what is worse Politically mad! (laughs) Exclamation point again! Ever since the commencement of the Westminster election, my wife has been intoxicated with politics, my servants with strong beer, and my house has resounded with nothing but Fox Forever. Fox, I believe, was one of the candidates running in this election. Oh, okay. 
it would have been some consolation had she confined it her folly to her own house. But alas, she has been canvassing with a vengeance. <laughs> There's exclamation points all over this. And with petting one fellow, kissing another and coaxing thousands has driven me almost horn mad. Wait, so is she flying with people to get them to vote for? I think so. And listen, as someone who's run a campaign before, I'm not against it. (laughs) I'll kiss a baby. She should, um, she should remember, oh yeah, she should remember that female reputation is of slender contexture and that, in quote, to her belongs the care to shun the blast of slanderous tongues. Okay, you're going to have to explain that sentence. Okay, so um, she should remember that female reputation of a slender contextual. So it's delicate. Like a female's reputation is, yeah, yeah, it's it's delicate. A woman's reputation, very slender, very thin, very fine thing. And that, the quote, to her belongs the care. So it's her responsibility to shun the blast of slanderous tongues. So basically to avoid, you shouldn't invite gossip about yourself. It's your job to like ensure that people aren't gossiping about you. Yeah. So like don't act in a way that would elicit Gossip or slanderous oh, tongues. Except her husband is currently writing in, bitching like, about her in the paper. Was I? I don't know where. How, We're not what, even done with the problem. I know, but I don't know what's going to happen like next. But at the moment, the image that I have is a powerful woman. Yeah, a powerful woman out there making change, doing what she got to do, and her husband just in like the drawing room being like, "My wife, <laughs> <laughs> you're scaring me." She's your Every, every time they cross paths and look at the hallway, she, he's just like, hello. And then, <laughs> and then he goes into his little drawing room and goes, man, she's such a bitch. But she's not. Stomps his little foot. But he can't say anything to her. No, because he's absolutely scared of her. Obviously, she's a boss bitch. Oh, I love her already. I know. So, to her belongs to Yes. This, er, so, yeah, to her uh, belongs the care to shun the blast of slanderous tongues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This, however, is impossible so long as she interferes in matters which by no means concern her or her sex. <gasps> She's not allowed to participate in politics? And neither is any woman. Oh, yeah, because they're not allowed to... This is like hundreds of years till they can vote, They right? couldn't vote. We only got the vote like 100 years ago. That was yeah. what the whole centenary of the... Um, a suffragette movement was. Yeah, and this is in the 1700s. So, uh, way before. So she's like 200 years She's 150 years ahead, years ahead of the vote. Oh my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. A hundred percent. Oh, that makes me feel well sad that she is this politically driven but is not, would have never been able to vote. hundred percent. But that's why she's out there canvassing. I had the same thing in the Irish abortion rights referendum yeah. whereby because of some dumb Irish law, we won't get into it, where if you've left Ireland for more than two years, you're not allowed to vote in referendums even though yeah. you're a fucking citizen. Um, and so I couldn't be, I couldn't vote in the campaign that I had earned the um, referendum that yeah. I had spent like years campaigning on. So there was a, we did something called Be My Yes. So I was like trying to drive the vote out of people who still had a vote to like go to the polls, tick the box yes, in order to like, if I'm like, I got that person to go and vote. Yeah. Not like coercive, because that's not allowed in elections, but just like making sure that you get the vote out yeah. and you inspire people to go to the polls so that they can vote on your behalf. And I reckon that's what she was doing, which is so progressive, yes. so forward thinking of her. And also for a world that like in completely disen- doesn't value her and disengages her, for her to engage in it. It's the right yeah. way, right? It's the only way you're going to enact change. I reckon woman, I wish we could find out her name. Because I'm like, women like this were what led, you know, the yeah. 
the sort of um, for her to be this, kindling of the suffragette movement. For her to be this forward in a world which describes her like reputation as delicate, that yeah. anything could like ruin her. And but that she's like, no, I don't care. I'm yeah. gonna make change. She's I also gone. Hope- ma- I also love though that she's uh, petting one fellow and kissing another. Like <laughs> she's just getting loose on all levels. And good for Falcon you, because your husband sounds like a drip. Did you look up what the fox? Um, I tried you can and I couldn't I even tried I, I'm assuming it's a person from an election I tried really hard because I wanted to know like what was, yeah. what it was that his platforms were or whatever that she would have been so or was he just here's the other thing was he just like a babe was he just like Obama was he just like you know charismatic as fuck and she'd gone driven like we're saying she's politically engaged but maybe she's just like stanning someone she's like a, a, like a One Direction fan if like Harry Potter Harry Potter Harry Styles there's too many Harrys in England you got the prince fella you got the wizard you got the queer baiter it's all very hard to keep track of um, but anyways I, like I wonder because also it, we say his wife and the servants, it doesn't mention kids around. Like, she could be 19. Do you know? Like, they were marrying off 15, 16 year olds in that day. She could be a 19 year old who's just like met this charismatic man. And she's like, oh my God. And like, like we're giving her a lot of credit. Maybe it's not the yeah, politics. It's the difference between her being, uh, uh, oh my God. Uh, Elizabeth Bennett or Lydia Bennett isn't yes it? <laughs> very good call yeah, thank yeah, you yeah. Yeah. which also <laughs> l- like both allowed do you know what I mean both those gals yeah. do you know I feel like yeah they get a bad rap um, it's like uh, in Little Women mm. with um, I always forget names of characters uh, um, Joe is the main one yeah and then the sister that marries the fella in the end um, the one who was played by Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember that character's name, but I feel like she always gets a hard rap. But she was just again like all you were told to do was be mad about men. Yeah. All you were told to do, your life was to to be about was men. And then she obviously like married a fucking dweeb, right? Mm. She obviously married an absolute beta bitch, <laughs> and that's right. And I do have a question about something that was said in the beginning. Oh, you go said on. something about servant some beer. Yeah. So apparently the, she's obviously like I think you know the way it was a woman's uh, job to like run a household yeah. I think she's basically abandoned that post and the servants have gone fucking loose because <laughs> <laughs> she said it says ever since the commencement of the Westminster election my wife because also I think servants didn't have the right to vote back then either you had to own land there was a certain point and I reckon it was in the yeah. 1750 uh, whenever this was 1784 where you had to own land you had to be a landowner to have uh, a vote do you remember this yeah Um. so uh, I think maybe the servants also wouldn't have had a vote. And maybe this Fox guy was calling for like real democracy or something. Who knows? But uh, but that does make the husband look like, an, uh, again, a beta. Absolute <laughs> little beta bitch. If you're certain you can't keep track of your household or your wife. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, ever since the commencement, commencement of the Westminster election, my ha- wife has been intoxicated with politics. My servants with strong beer. So she's intoxicated with politics. They're intoxicated with the beer. And my house has resounded with nothing but Fox forever. Sounds like they're living in like a frat house. (laughs) That's like become political. Or like a campaign headquarters where they're just like getting drunk. They're like, Fox forever! If Post-it notes existed at this time, he would 100% be writing them and leaving them on things, being like, hi guys, can we just... (laughs) 
<laughs> Absolutely. You would like, be confronting um, anyone. Uh, uh, can we not um, put our feet up on the dining room table when you're swilling beer there and yelling? Nah, <laughs> uh, please. Um, yeah, <laughs> lol. What would your advice to this man be then? Uh, well, I don't know if he's right. I don't want to help him at the moment. Well, no, I, I mean, I could... Wait, wait. I have a riot act. I could read him. <laughs> okay. Okay. So if I was giving advice to this man... Yeah. Am I a fellow man or am I a woman? You're you right now, Ruby. I'm me? Okay. Well, me right now would be, would say, uh, would ask him, you're talking to us, you've asked us, have you spoken to your wife? Have you spoken to the servants? Who have you actually said to? Because you can be angry about things, right? But if you never tell anyone why you're angry, nothing will change. Yeah, you got to voice those emotions, man. It's like... Again, like when, when, like we've God, all been I'm really angry at men this week. I don't know why. We've all been toxic housemates, but if you get like, <laughs> okay, I'm catching strays over here. <laughs> we've all been. Ruby's like, very good at talking about her feelings. Me, not so much. I, like, I, but I like when I if I get stressed out, being like, oh, there's a knife left on the side, and like, but if I don't tell someone, being like, hey, do you mind just putting that knife in the sink? Then that knife will always be on that side and it'll be fine. Like that's like yes. if you don't tell anyone. Yes, I'm just gonna look down the barrel of the lens and just communicate with one of my housemates specifically. <laughs> yes, no. But otherwise, that's not fair to get angry at someone for something that they don't know that they're doing. Yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I have a feeling the wife knows 100% what she's doing. <laughs> yeah, my advice is different to you. Mine is shut the fuck up, you little bitch. Um, what well, I thought wife... I needed to be giving him advice. I would absolutely love to rip this man a new hole. <laughs> <laughs> a new one. <laughs> okay, Rubes. Um, whatever know. you're into. I don't know what the phrase is. Oh, no, but that is actually quite. You're, you're like. I think you're trying to give helpful advice. I don't want to help this man. <laughs> you can't make me. I. Uh, I don't you think you made can. me. You asked me. You said what advice would you give him? I'm like, I guess I have to give advice. Then. I think telling someone to shut the fuck up is advice. <laughs> I'm not saying it's useful or helpful. This is why we're doing problems from 150 years ago because I'm not even certain we know what advice is. <laughs> What's your podcast about? Advice? What's that? Having a fucking clue? <laughs> Having a clue? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, uh, I would just be like, sit the fuck down, shut the fuck up. Um, and also like, Surely a part of you is like mad turned on by this woman who just clearly doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? I mean, No, I mean, maybe that I'm just talking for me. I find women intoxicating who are very powerful and ballsy. Um, will I read the advice that was given? Yes, please. So the advice said, the, the gentleman. Oh, wait, can I guess what the advice is? Go for it. Come on, guess. What do you think? I think they are going to tell him being like, well, if a woman's, uh, what do you call it? Uh, if a woman's integrity, if a yeah. woman's integrity, reputation, yeah, reputation yeah, yeah. is fragile, then this man's reputation is slowly crumbling away from him because he is not being able to keep his uh, woman in line of his wife, and he's not able to keep control of his servants and his <laughs> his house. Yes. So it's, I reckon it's going to say something like, sir. <laughs> Gentlemen, uh, <laughs> gentlemen, uh, it is a man's duty to be. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. No, go on, talk. <laughs> it is a man's duty to, to, <laughs> to establish power in one's house. If you cannot keep the, the, the fine lady in check. <laughs> I can't believe I'm guesting a podcast with 
Boris Johnson. <laughs> Did not see that coming on my 2023 card. You are not Woman in check, then you have no penis. <laughs> you must remove. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Am I close? Uh, sort of, sure. Yeah, wow! let's say that. Okay. <laughs> uh, the gentleman, dot, 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 is indeed too fond and too indulgent in permitting his wife to disgrace herself by conduct so reprehensible. Oh my God. If reasoning fails, he should hurry her into the country. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry her into the country and, by taking her from the scene of the action, endeavour to reclaim her. Oh it has, of late years, been too much the vogue amongst the fashionable fair to imitate in everything the other sex, particularly in modes of dress and matters of amusement. Okay. So he's like, actually... Recently, people have been getting too fond. I've, uh, maybe he's seen women in something resembling trousers and he's fucking shook. Uh, but I love, he's like, hurry her into the country. Just like, throw her in a bush. <laughs> <laughs> just like, find a wood somewhere. He's definitely like, just if, if this is a, the, the man speaking, giving advice, he's definitely had a woman go, oh, sorry, um, you're just st- stepping on my coat. And him go, What? <laughs> Your conduct's so reprehensible. You're, you're attacking me. I just hurry her into the. It's like in that to era. from the scene of the action. In that era, if you were sick, the seaside. If you were politically aligned, the country. <laughs> a ditch, a ditch somewhere in Yorkshire. Um. It was, yeah, if there was ever a problem, I think most of the problems were that. Yeah, if there's a problem, take them away from where they currently are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get them out of this current setting. Get a new house. Oh, because the housing market was so easy at that time. Yeah, such an easy time for the landowners. Um, yeah, absolutely shy bag advice. I, but also, it is that funny how he says, it's indeed, uh, the gentleman is indeed too fond and too indulgent in permitting his wife to disgrace herself. I'm like, sounds like this bastard has no control over his wife. <laughs> that, well, it says indulgent, which means, you know when, again, toxic housemate behaviour which I am better than now but I've done worse in previous houses before I lived with you I did so much worse but you know when you like leave out oh this is so like this I don't do this anymore this was like go on years ago share your sins but you know when you leave a test out oh this is toxic bad behaviour but when you're like like, I'm just not going to empty the bin and wait till they do it I'm going to wait till it's going to be my test but like Tests are bad. That's not fair. Yeah. Do on other people, and also it's like that. That's a toxic behaviour. But it, it sounds like he he's implying that his that this husband is leaving a test for the w- woman, like the indulgentness of being like, well, let's see how far she will go. Right. Oh, I don't think so. I think he's being like the idea that you're letting her leave <laughs> the house. The idea that you're letting her say anything is oh. like you're being too indulgent with her. Because I think in those days, like, men were just entirely responsible for all of the wife's behaviour. I just like the idea of him being sat there with, like, maybe a newspaper being like, so, <laughs> what's your opinion <laughs> on this? <laughs> he, like, asked her once. She read one newspaper. I'm surprised your man didn't be like, why have you let her read? <laughs> uh, very nice. Do we have time for one quick more? I say we've got a quick more. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is sort of, this book is slightly different, but anyways, it's one of those ones where the 
there isn't like the problem mm. and then the response. There's just the response, but in the response, you can understand what the problem was. Okay. Scarlet. Oh, wait, what year is it? This is, oh, sorry, yes. From uh, Castles, the 21st of January, so a fitting timeline. Oh my God. Uh, 1858. 1858. 1858. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So 100 years after our last problem. Yeah, but still, like. <laughs> oh my God, that last problem was ages ago, now that I think about it. Yeah. Um, okay, Scarlet. Scarlet. <laughs> Scarlet, the lock of hair and clothes for our inspection, we grieve to say it, is decidedly red. No mother in the world, however doting, could call it Auburn. <laughs> A lead comb is frequently and successfully used to darken the hues of tresses which happen to be more brilliant than pleasant. Oh my God! I know. So much to unpack. <laughs> so a mum went, <laughs> was like, I will not have a ginger kid. Cut off some of the kid's hair. No, I think the mum was like, no, no, it's not ginger, it's auburn. It's auburn, that's auburn, that's auburn. That's basically brown. That's the same thing as brown. That is auburn hair. And then the girl's like, really? Because everyone keeps telling me it's red. So she snipped a, a chunk of hair off, sent it off. Because obviously she's, I don't know, she's being gaslit seriously. She's like, I just need to put this in an envelope and send it off to a newspaper so someone can tell me what colour my hair is. And then back in the days when you could send anything to anyone, anyone. <laughs> that wasn't considered weird or creepy or strange. Um, and th- she's like, "Am I am I redhead?" In the where this uh, appears in the book, it gives context that red hair was especially unfashionable in the mid nineteenth century, and at this date, advisors could no longer oh fall back on Dutton's expedient um, uh, advice of a shaved head and a peruke, which is a wig. So back in the day, they were telling redheads, they were like, no, just shave your head. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. Wait, wait, wait. So wait, one clarifying thing, because I thought this was a mum and her child, or did it say that a mother could only say? And no, no mother in the world, however doting, could call it Auburn. So she's saying, like, is it Auburn? Is it red? Is it for her own hair? Or yeah, 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 oh, for, for her, her hair. hair. Okay. And maybe she said, like, she was like, I'm not sure. And she and they basically they're like, even a mother couldn't lie to you and tell you that that yeah. was red. So That's essentially what they're saying. Either she has to shave her head and wear a wig. Yeah, or a lead even. comb. Yeah, a lead comb doesn't feel... Lead poisoning. Pretty safe. <laughs> like, here's the thing, beauty is pain and all that. But, like, I don't think it should be death. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I think we gotta draw the line somewhere. Also, can we just clarify? I pay a lot of very good money to dye my hair this red. This is not natural. If you see me online and you think, "Wow, she's a really cool ginger," I, I appreciate that you think it's natural. It is not. It is not. I am a messy brown. I dye my hair red because it's in fashion now. Mad how these things cycle round. Yeah. Absolutely mad. But a lead comb, what are you advising her, Ruby? She can't, she can't stand being a redhead. Back in the day, is she doing a leg comb, shaving her hair and getting a wig? I don't want her to do either of those. I just want her to like her hair. <laughs> no, don't cry. Love yourself. <laughs> okay, if I had to give her advice, um, wear a hat. I, have some, <laughs> I don't want her to wear a hat. I have some great advice. Move to... Move to the countryside. <laughs> yeah. That's where that great lady is. You'll find this great gal. Uh, she'll be a bit older now. She'll be in a ditch in Yorkshire. If you just uh, go by there. She loves fox. 
Uh, assumingly, foxes are red, so she'll love you. Yeah. Um, no, I reckon move to Scotland or Ireland. You'll be fucking grand. <laughs> Swing a cat and hit a redhead. It can't have been that bad in those... Like, yeah. whatever about an upper-class England, I'm sure maybe they... But even they're pasty pale fuckers. I don't know. But I know for certain. Just go. Just go. Here's the thing. You'll have much better what, crack what was, up in Scotland than in Ireland. This, uh, what was historically happening in Ireland in 1856? Oh, yeah. The famine's on the way. <laughs> the famine's on the way. So maybe go to Scotland. <laughs> the famine is on the way. So actually, yeah, you're best right. Trevelyan, this fucker was running the place. And by God, was he a prick. Um, yes. Skip Ireland. Go to Scotland. Edinburgh's a lovely place. <laughs> get in there early. Get in there Rent, rent us uh, accommodation. I was about to say, if you could buy a flat for us in 1856, we might be able to afford it to live in during the fringe in 2023. <laughs> okay, I think that's about it. I think that's about it. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you. Um, again, as we said at the start, we, I genuinely do really, really appreciate anyone who's listening and sends messages. Yeah. But also following, please follow. I've seen there's we've quite a lot of listeners and not all the listeners are following, guys. <laughs> uh, so please do follow it because it makes a difference. And share it just like... Uh, put it on your stories or send it into a WhatsApp group. It would mean so much. Yeah. Um, but thank you all so much. And follow us on socials. Yeah, follow us on socials. Uh, I am Ruby Vroom Vroom. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I need to change that, but I still like it. Yeah. And uh, on the day of this coming out, so if you're listening to oh, this yes. on the first day that it comes out on the Monday, tomorrow, the Tuesday, is my Vault show. You should definitely go. I'll be there if, if you've, you've never met me. <laughs> you can see the red hair up close and in person if you'd like to come uh, that'd be very nice it would be great uh, uh, yeah and then and okay. then follow maybe I don't know me or the podcast page on social media yeah you, uh, <laughs> Catherine Higgins Catherine okay. Score Higgins uh, your gig the St. Bridges Day how's that selling it's sold out Oh, I'm so time. sorry I have a fucking unreal gig happening here at 21 Soho yeah. which also thank you very much to 21 Soho and Laughing Around Studios here at 21 Soho um, it's a great place if you have me and come for a gig there's loads <laughs> of really great comedy on um, but uh, one you can come to is um, yeah I'm running a game with St. Bridget's Day uh, but it is sold out but they're actually putting on a really cool St. Patrick's Day gig that I will also be on so if you want to come to that again it'll be an all Irish gig some lovely people involved so nice um, I think that's all okay thank you so much thank you love you bye